Jacks, and this is try three of me making a episode about the epilogues. Uh, the first one, I was going to read through it and have commentary as I read through it. Uh, I wasn't going to read it out loud. I was just going to read it and and just record all the comments I had and edit it and, and post it. And um, But I just, I'm still not in a place where I can reread the epilogues. It took a lot out of me the first time. And I'm still kind of absorbing what happened. Um, and so I just, I just don't have it in me to reread it right now. But I don't want to put this episode off until I reread it. Um, my second attempt was I was going to summarize the epilogues. Then I realized I don't remember quite as much because I haven't reread it. And it's been a couple of days. And also, I haven't even gotten halfway through Candy. And I was already at 26 minutes. So that was without me discussing it or anything. That was just me summarizing what happened. So. So try three. I won't summarize it. I don't remember everything. Other people have summarized it better, I'm sure. Um, there, You can read it yourself. There is a read-through with uh, Dante Basco. That's his name, right? Dante Basco. And uh, Kate from... Um, uh, perfectly generic podcast and a bunch of other people um, read through it and like voice acted it and everything. So there's that. And that actually was really cool because it had a, um, they're also doing a fundraiser for a uh, trans organization. So that was nice. They ended up uh, raising over $5,000. So that was great. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so <laughs> Other people have summarized it better. Um, I'm sure Optimistic Duelist has something out there summarizing it or or explaining it. So I'll just I'll just do my thoughts on it. And I'll explain. I did a read-through of Candy and then Meat. My justification was a couple of different things. Is I knew or I was pretty sure that Meat was going to be the canon... Um, I wanted to say playthrough, but the canon read, the canon epilogue and candy, I thought was going to be a kind of a Stepford Wives, everything's too good uh, and everything's too perfect sort of epilogue. And I wanted to save the canon one for last so I could end on canon um, instead of ending on one where something was kind of not right. But... Um, but I knew that reading both of them, the other would make more sense and it would just be a different experience. But then also one of my friends was going to read Meat first and then Candy. So I'm like, well, I'll read Candy first and see how that goes. So you all know the story. If you don't, go read it. Before you read it, check out the list of trigger warnings at the beginning of the epilogue. Everything in those content warnings happens. If you are upset by any of that to the point that you would be seriously triggered, <clears throat> do not read it. Look for a summary. Find someone you trust who has read it and ex who knows what your triggers are, you, who you feel comfortable explaining your triggers to, and see if they can explain it into a way that will not trigger you. Um, because they're real. <laughs> um, so my big takeaway from Candy was that John John had this feeling the entire time of what I was kind of talking about. If everything was too perfect, things were just not quite right. But everything wasn't too perfect because Jane became a 
fascist, basically, like controlling a puppet government um, with her empire and calling for uh, really, really bad stuff to happen to trolls. Just increasingly worse and worse thing for trolls while um, Karkat finally gave up and became the face of the resistance. So um, there was <laughs> there was so much happening in both of these. I'm not trying to summarize them again. I started doing that and I got 25 minutes in and wasn't even halfway through Candy. But I really liked Candy. I know a lot of people didn't. I know a lot of people prefer me and there are some people specifically skipping Candy because of it. Um, but I liked it and I think it ended on a hopeful note. Uh, for one, I partially like it because Rose and Kanaya get to be happy and that's great. I want Rose and Kanaya to be happy and they finally get, they get some happiness and that's very nice and it's very sweet and I love, uh, I love reading that even if they end up going off and becoming like troll revolutionaries, which is great, but also concern of death. Um, but everyone else gets like the shit end of the stick. Sorry if my voice sounds hoarse. I was just talking for 26 minutes before starting this. And so I'm trying to drink some water because calming down and stopping between these is apparently not an option I thought of. Um, I'm just in the mood for it now. So I'm going with the roll. Um, so, but I really, so the hopeful note it ends on is for one, I love Roxy's explanation of her gender about how she's felt something was weird, but she married John so early and she didn't think John was the sort of person she could talk to about gender stuff. So she just never explored it and left it like that until after they got divorced. And then she started thinking about it. And I forget if at the end she goes by they, them pronouns, but basically that's the way she's heading. She's not, she doesn't identify as a woman. Um, and so... Uh, so that was very interesting to read. I really like how at the end they say it doesn't matter if what we do isn't relevant in the global sense, if it isn't essential, if it isn't, you know, the, the absolute best, if it isn't the canon anymore, because we can still be happy with what we have. It doesn't matter that it doesn't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. You still have to find your own happiness with what you have. And I think that's really important because um, I think... A lot of people do feel like they have to be relevant in the grand scheme of things. They have to be important to the world, to society, to some bigger purpose. But it's fine to just live a happy life and just be happy. And um, so I think that's really good because I know that that's a thought process I definitely get caught up in. Like I have to make the next big thing. I have to influence the next big trend. You know, I have to do something, but it's fine. Like, it's fine to just do things that make me happy. Um, so there's a lot of bad stuff that happens in Candy, but I think ultimately it lands on a good note um, as far as that goes. Um, and I like seeing Friska again. Uh, that was fun. Um, I like that Friska murdered Gamzee. I feel so sorry for Gamzee stands um, because... It was basically making fun of Gamzee stands the whole time where uh, Gamzee talks about being redeemed and having a redemption arc and everything is fine and okay. And um, <clears throat> and everything's not fine and okay. Gamzee's still a piece of shit. And 
it's not great. <laughs> um, and then they also kind of make fun of uh, Airden Stands too because there's that one point where uh, Gamsey makes them makes Airden and uh, Fafari forgive each other and then kiss, and Airden's like really into it, and Fafari's like really not. So, um, so yeah, there. I mean, that's Homestuck. Homestuck kind of makes fun of its fans sometimes. Um, so that was that with the Gamsey arc. Um, but, uh, another thing to take away from the candy arc of Homestuck, I mean, from both Homestuck, really, but especially the candy arc, everyone in Homestuck fucks. Everyone in Homestuck fucks. That's it. They're all horny on Maine, especially Jade. Jade is the horniest motherfucker. Um, so, (laughs) so there's that. Any thought of, like, sweet, innocent, pure Jade I mean, those are, I won't get into how those are, like, fake concepts to begin with anyway, but, I mean, most people's concept of Jade is out the window uh, with a candy arc. And, um, so then over in Meat, um, Meat hurt me in a lot of ways. First and foremost... I, as you know, I had to reread Homestuck recently to analyze it from the gay angle. And as you know, I really, really love Dirk. My love for Dirk has only been growing the past couple of weeks. Uh, Last week, I actually changed my class spec from Mage of Heart to Prince of Heart because I took a test and Prince of Heart was one that suited me more. It was like between Prince and Mage with Prince being slightly higher. Um, And I'm like, oh, wait, that's Dirk's. I relate to Dirk so much already. I'm just going to change to be a Prince of Heart. And then I jokingly called myself a a Dirkkinny in a server. Like, I had my name changed to Dirkkinny. Meat fucked me up. I get it. I see where it came from. And that's what hurts, I guess, is I see how I could have gone down that path. That's what really gets me with Dirk, is um, if it wasn't for some of my other issues that I had that that Dirk didn't deal with, um, and the fact that I'm not in, like, an actual adventure and stuff like that, uh, I could have easily become a very controlling person. I thought I was masturbating master manipulator in high school and i thought that with a sense of pride um but i had too many other things in the way um to keep me from doing that plus like a sense of i know i shouldn't do this and i didn't have any reason to tell me that i should there was no master plan that we needed to push through and move to to like become successful so there was there was nothing to justify my desire to be a master manipulator So I thought that after talking with Dave, Dirk would grow and Dirk would become better. And maybe he did for a little bit. But um, I recently read a piece on Medium about Dirk that was written before the epilogue came out about how Dirk has to have narrative importance. He has to be the center of the narrative. He has to be 
the puppet master and a part of the action. And whenever the timeline was going to write you out as not being relevant, he had to make himself relevant. He had to make the story relevant again. And for that, they needed a villain. He needed to be the villain. And I'm not saying what he did was right or justifiable or you know, okay in any way. Obviously, he did, like, some really messed up shit. Um, But I think... I think he's going to have an understandable reason. Not an I-forgive-you understandable reason, but one of those where you can see where the villain is coming from. I think he's going to have one of those reasons. I think we're going to find out about it. And that's the only thing that helps me move forward. This is honestly one of the reasons I'm having trouble rereading um, the epilogues is because I'm having to deal with the fact that Dirk is a controlling douchebag who literally takes control of the narrative, um, keeps accidentally and then on purpose misgendering Roxy whenever Roxy goes from she to they. Um, then he gets a lot better whenever Roxy goes from they to he. Um because uh, the way V explained it, I think it was V who explained it, Dirk isn't actively transphobic. He's passively transphobic. He's transphobic in the way that he'll forget your pronouns, even though it's been years since you came out and he knows what they are, but he'll just forget them. And he'll just use them wrong and he'll be like, oh, sorry. And you know that he's not really sorry because you know he doesn't really understand because he's so sure about his own masculinity they can't possibly understand someone not caring about gender or not necessarily not caring about it, but just not choosing a gender. Um, if that makes sense. I mean, I'm non-binary myself, so I'm not saying that there's a zero gender when you're non-binary, but just that you're not choos- choosing one of the um, one of the binary genders. So, um, so that made me feel a bit better. I mean, still... <laughs> He shouldn't uh, misgender, even if it's just to primarily antagonize Calliope. Um, But he did, and it hurt. (laughs) And just so much hurt. Um, And that's really, I'm I'm having trouble focusing on other things that happen in the the epilogues, especially in Meat, just because this consumes so much of my focus. Um... So I liked I liked that uh, John Rezzy became canon. I was a big John Rezzy shipper. Um, I don't like that it ended in John's death, but I think he's going to come back. Uh, I think they were hinting that he's going to come back some way. So um, I'm not prepared to mourn him completely just yet. I feel like there's a chance he's going to come back in some way or another. Um so I'm holding out hope for that. Um, and for now, Terezi will just keep his corpse. Um, and uh, I really, for the epilogue, we all feel sorry for people who stand Dirk, Jane, and Gamzee. 
Because Jane, like, if Dirk's trying to become a villain in order to keep everything relevant and he's controlling people, which is dickish and awful, but we could kind of see it coming from a point and he's like this big overarching villain uh, that we don't get in real life because no one is literally controlling our narrative. No one is literally changing our thoughts or how we interpret things um, or what we say. Jane is what we have now, and we see that a lot more in Candy, but we see how it starts a lot more in Meat. Um, Jane was kind of a look at what can happen with us now. Obviously, we don't have trolls. We don't have another alien race that uh, we're limiting their breeding or anything like that, but... Man, a corporation uh, controlling the the government and enacting all these different changes that help the corporation profit and um, also limit the rights of certain people. I mean, that was on the nose, man. That's that's what we're all worried about, isn't it? We're all waiting for that to happen. I mean, at least uh, I'm from America, if if you haven't guessed by now. So... I'm not sure quite how it is in other countries right now, but here in America, we're waiting. We're waiting and we're watching. And some of us are doing, and I definitely appreciate those who are doing, um, and I would like to be one of them, and maybe I will be um, when I have more energy to do things. But right now, most of us are waiting and watching, and... We feel like the outcome that Jane made in Candy is the inevitable outcome for what we're dealing with. Um, We hope that's not the case. Uh, This next election coming up, uh, we're hoping things are going to be different. But um, we're waiting. So I feel like it's even worse for Jane stands. Because she's irredeemable in a different way. She's irredeemable in a real way. It's why people hate Umbridge from Harry Potter more than they hate Voldemort. Because Umbridge is real and Jane is real. And people can't do what Voldemort and Dirk do to make themselves bad. At least not in the literal sense that they're doing. But we deal with Janes and Umbridges all the time. So, not to be one of those Harry Potter fans that relates everything to Harry Potter, but um, I think that's a a good example, and that's the first example I've heard about uh, someone expressing that sort of um, commentary. So, um, overall, I liked the epilogues. I don't know if I'm doing that because I'm just a fan of Homestuck, so my brain's still justifying everything I read as, well, it's Homestuck, so it's good. Um, I'll be honest there, because uh, I, I do do that. Um, I have a hard time not doing that. Um, I will say I don't care about John and Roxy's ship. I do not like that. I love Roxy, and I love John, and I don't like them together. And this is weird for me, because usually if 
there's a canon pairing, I am so down with the canon pairing. Um, even if I ship them with other people as well, usually I'm fine with the canon pairing because I see it. Um, not in this case. I mean, it's not the canon canon pairing. It's the candy pairing. But, um, yeah, not into that. And um, I, speaking of Roxy, I really, really appreciated Roxy coming to terms with his gender. Where he starts off just saying, hey, by the way, this is a they-only household now. Uh, talking about um, he had Calliope. And kind of expressing what that means. And then as he goes on, the pronoun suddenly shift without a verbal explanation. It's just like, Roxy is referred to as he now. And that's just a shift that happens. And everyone's fine with. And everyone keeps mistaking Roxy for Dave. And that's just a, a funny thing that, that Roxy's okay with. And it's made me think about my own pronoun choices. Because right now my pronouns are they, she. But am I only holding on to she because that's what I'm expected to be? It makes me think. And I appreciate that. It seemed very real. It seemed very, very real. And um, I can definitely see what happened to Roxy as far as her gender in Candy happening to me. If I were to have settled down when I was 23 and didn't have a whole lot of time to think about gender stuff... And got with someone who didn't really talk about gender stuff. And just followed my life like that. Um, so I appreciated that. There was a lot that I really appreciated about the epilogues. That it felt very real. And I know we want Homestuck to be all to be all fun. We wanted the epilogue to be satisfying. And we wanted John to be happy. But I also appreciate that in Meet, John realizes he has depression. And he says it. In those words, he expresses that to someone. Um, and it's just, it's not what we wanted. It's not what we expected. Even if we had no expectations, it's not what we expected. Um, but I think it was good. And I'm looking forward to what's going to happen from now on. What's going to happen in the future. Um, is it going to be a continuation of the epilogue or will there be like a Homestuck 2? Because um, that's the way it's kind of looking now. I, uh, speaking of just funny moments I liked, I really liked Dave and Obama. That was hilarious. I know there are some people speculating that that wasn't really Obama, that it was actually um, uh, created by Dirk. Um but I'm not one of those people who go with that. I mean, that's fine if that's your theory. Like, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? This is Homestuck. But, um, but yeah, so I really, really like Dave talking to the hologram of Obama. Uh, that was that was one of the best things. And that must have been amazing to write. Um, and um, I just... Everything was so realistic. Like, you can see how people can fall in these to these patterns. You can see how easy it was for once Carcat left for Dave to just keep going with Jade. And yeah, he loves Jade, but he forever has regret because he's not with Carcat. And it's just... It's very real. And I think it was more real than what we wanted. 
I think it was more real than what we needed. And, um, but I think it's good. Overall, I think it's good. Um, even though I'm very upset by the turn Dirk took, um, I can see how it could happen. And I'm holding out. I'm still a Dirk fan. I'm still a Dirk stan. Um, I still love him very much. I'm still a Prince of Heart. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to have to see how it plays out. So I'm hoping we get to hear from that soon. But honestly, um, as much as I want to continue on with the epilogue, I am hoping we get Hive Swap 2 pretty soon. Um, I have no idea. This is just coming out of nowhere because I recently watched a playthrough of Hive Swap. Um, I haven't played it in a while. So watching the playthrough is like, oh yeah, I want to get back to this. So, um, so that's completely out of nowhere. I was hoping that there was going to be some sort of announcement for Hive Swap 2 or Haunt Switch or whichever, but, um, yeah, we're still waiting on that. And hey, if you need any programmers, I'm learning Unity and I'm getting better at it and I know C Sharp and I can write. (laughs) I don't write a whole lot of fan fiction, but I can still write, uh... So shout out to me. Also, this goes for you guys, too. If you have any projects, man, I need more projects to back my uh, my portfolio. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I need to take on 1,002 projects instead of just the 507 that I have. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that's kind of my take on the epilogues. Um, there's, there's a lot I didn't go over, guys. There's so much I didn't cover. Um... I really just touched on what was important to me, and that's primarily Dirk. (laughs) Uh, Dirk is primarily important to me, but I hope that uh, this was interesting to listen to. Let me know if you agree or disagree with some of the things I've said. Um, I do have a Discord. There's a link to that on my website, uh, which is jacksdoeshomestuck.com. There's links to like everything. I have them in the description of this episode. Um, but also links to everything can be found on jaxdoeshomestuck.com. Um, so Jax is spelled J-A-X and everything else you should know how to spell. So um, so yeah, uh, check that out there. Um, I have a coffee that I want to keep calling Ko-Fi. Um, and some people have been able to donate to that and that's been real swell. Um, I now have commissions for... Uh, I now have voice commissions open. So if you want me to read lines... Um, in a character voice or just read lines. Um, it's $3 for 30 seconds. I know I'm like just promoing myself here a lot, but uh, that's what this is for. This is my promo. Uh, it's my channel. Um, but uh, so there's that. And I have some examples on my, my Ko-Fi uh, coffee, whatever, uh, which is Socially Anxious Dragon. And again, there's links to that in the description and on my website. And I also have a Patreon with Patreon if I have the episodes early, which I usually do, you get them early. Um, and you also get access to uh, some other content that I have on there. Like I have some bloopers. Um, so there's that. Like I might leave, I might have the the two episodes I started to do and have those as um, extras that you get for Patreon. And you also get access to a special channel on my Discord server. But anyone can come to my Discord server and just talk. 
um, whether it's about Homestuck or about other stuff. Um, I also talk about some of my other projects on my Discord. Um, but yeah, or find me on Twitter, uh, S.A. Dragon Tweets. Again, link below, link in the description, um, link on my website. And uh, yeah, I also have the YouTube channel going. So uh, check that out, link in the description. It's Jax Does Homestuck. And I'm not updating those quite as frequently. I'm trying to get caught up on them, but I'm needing art for some of the episodes I'm doing now. So um, so it's taken me a bit to get that art and get that up. But, um, but yeah, that's the plans. So now I've spent like five minutes just talking about nothing. But uh, I really appreciate you guys listening this long. I appreciate you listening to me ramble about the epilogue and not have any coherent sort of way and my voice giving out because I've been talking too much because I also was doing a um uh someone wanted me to read for a uh a board game narration so so I was doing that today too so I've just been doing way too much and I'm probably not gonna talk for the rest of the day but uh thank you again thank you for listening to my rambling honestly if you don't like my rambling. I don't know how you're still listening to my channel. But uh, but yeah, this was the epilogue. And it's going to be on a weird day. Like I'm finishing this off at Tuesday. And I'm probably just going to go ahead and upload it. Instead of waiting for Wednesday. And still have my regular episode on Wednesday. Just because it's an epilogue. It's a new stuff. I want to get it out as fast as possible. And um, yeah, I just had to sit on it for a bit. And figure out what I was going to do. So um Thank you for listening. Let me know if you have any suggestions for future content. Uh, let me know if you liked uh, the fan projects that I have. I have another one coming up next month, I believe, uh, into next month. So, um, and I'm going to have another guest on when we're done with Act 2. So I want to get more community involvement. Um, and I want you guys to know what's out there. I think it's really important to support fan projects. Uh, not saying that just because I have my own fan project. But yeah, so let me know if you have any suggestions for people you want to come on or if you want me to do fan projects more often to, to break up what can be kind of monotonous with the um, the read-throughs. Let me know about that. And, um, and yeah, I will uh, talk to you guys uh, tomorrow. And by I will talk to you guys, I mean me from over a year ago will talk to you guys tomorrow. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, I'll see you then.